0: We're back, neither live nor local, on the Bets and Quotes podcast, on
1: whatever podcast platform you're listening on.
2: Who's more likely right to pay attention, Power Trip Bets or Sauce? Power
1: Trip Bets for sure. Right. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love
2: Chuck is... That's exactly how I felt about the show but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did.
1: And Dave, the one and only Power Trip quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Oh,
3: as long as-
1: we got the
3: right
0: All
4: right, Dave. Well, did you watch today's Twins game?
0: <laughs> no, I did not. Thankfully, <laughs> it did not have any money on the line.
4: <laughs> I had it on as a background noise, and the game seemed to last forever. And, uh, Lou, I am sorry to report that your Twins lost to the Oakland A's this afternoon by a final score of 13-12 to in extra innings. Um, I think, judging by Twitter, uh, every Twins fan is completely devastated, with the possible exception of me, who had the A's on the money line.
0: There you go. Yeah, the A's have been very profitable on the money line if we're talking gambling. But, uh, yeah, I, man, twins are now like 6-11, and 11, I think. Yeah. Uh, I watched the second game uh, th- of the doubleheader last night after their uh, COVID break here. I witnessed Josh Donaldson in a 3-2 count lick his bat on national TV and then get locked up and struck out looking.
4: Nice. Well, that's uh, that's about equal to what Josh Donaldson did today, which was got a ball stuck in the webbing of his glove. What are we, oh like, God. seven years old? So, uh, yeah, very uh, very sad times. Uh, Lou, and, and and here's a little scuttlebutt for you, Lou, because I know you're into the twins' scuttlebutt. Uh, apparently a lot of the twins are anti-vaxxers, too, so we might have a long season of uh, COVID, <sighs> COVID outages for the twins. And, yeah, this is... Uh, uh, not going the right way for a team that we thought might be playing at least three games into October.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's making it really tough to get swept by the Yankees here in the first round,
4: <laughs> especially as bad uh, as, as they suck. Yeah. So uh, not so good, but what is good uh, again, profiting off the failures of Minnesota sports, is we finally hit the Wolves under on Sunday night. What a glorious, glorious time as the Wolves, with 14 (laughs) games remaining nonetheless, talk about like uh, no sweat at all. Uh, We hit the Wolves under, uh, made me very, very happy. Uh, It was obviously inevitable, but it's always fun when it it actually happens. And for those of you that think I am like, you know, just this negative down on the Wolves, always tweeting bad stuff about the Timberwolves, that's not me at all. Because as of right now, as of Sunday night, I'm the biggest Timberwolves fan on the planet. I want them <laughs> to win every game the rest of the way. I want them to win the lottery, despite you know, even if they're even if their odds go down a little bit by winning every game. I want them to win the draft lottery get the number one overall pick. I want them to have all sorts of positivity and speculation because I want to boost that over under number next season as high as possible. <laughs> and I'm going to hammer the under once again.
0: Uh, I imagine, I, I think you should get like a New York's uh, a times square, like ball drop. <laughs> where every every loss gets you, you know, one one win close or one loss closer to uh, winning this bet every year, and then at the end, you know, the ball has finally dropped, and it, it's just uh, Benga boys. Uh, we like to party uh, uh, when it hits zero, and just money rains from the ceiling.
4: It's just it's the easiest thing. I mean, it's just and 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 like I pointed out before. I mean, this is hitting the under. On already extremely low expectations for this team, it's not like people are out there predicting right. the Wolves are going to win the NBA title. These are already abhorrently low expectations for this franchise, and somehow they managed to not even meet that. So, with uh, fourteen games left, with fourteen games left for sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to more of that later. Um, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We got some bets to uh, get updated on. We've got the quotes of the week, of course. In your thoughts, we're going to do some rampant speculation. We haven't done any rampant speculation in a while, and I've got a topic for you. And then we're going to go down memory lane. Speaking of our Twins, we are going to take a look at the Twins lineup in down memory lane. And then we'll do quotes, notes, of course, with hopefully a, uh, a passable open. Um, uh, your uh, your message to me kind of scared me, so we'll, we'll see how this one goes.
0: Yeah, I scared myself with this one, so yikes.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get started as always with a bets update.
1: Partridge Bods. Partridge Bods. Partridge Bods. Partridge Bods.
4: Alright, and like I said, we would bring up the uh the Wolves Under again because Chris Hockey profited off the Wolves Under, uh, to the tune of fifty dollars of Marnie Gellner's money. Uh, Marnie with her undying faith in the Timberwolves, uh cost her fifty dollars in very easy fashion. And of course, the elite NBA mind, Chris Hockey, is the beneficiary <laughs> of the Wolves Under. So uh, fifty bucks his way on that one. Now Can
0: you uh, uh Chuck, can you sort uh chris hockey's bets for this year and what he's done on basketball i feel like his roi is just through the roof
4: oh yeah college he's he's a little more hit and miss on college but uh on professional basketball i think he's something like 12 and 3 on the season
0: so unbelievable
4: yeah he's he's all over it this year so um now speaking of the wolves under again uh, we got another Wolves under bet. Just when you thought the Wolves under was over for the year, uh, Corey and Sauce speculated on with 14 games remaining, how many are they actually going to win? Now, as they were debating this, I felt like a fair over under would have been about three and a half, maybe four and a half <laughs> given the schedule. Um, but sauce ultimately settled on two and a half and <laughs> and, and took the under. Um, so Corey just needed three wins out of fourteen and immediately got one as the uh, Wolves knocked off Sacramento on the first of a back to back in uh, in Sacramento. So uh, if they can do it again this evening, uh, Corey's only going to need one more win in the final 12 games to clinch that bet. But keep in mind, this is the Timberwolves. And if any team can finish the year on a 12-game losing streak, they are certainly capable of it. Although, as I stated earlier, I will be cheering for wins the entire stretch of the way. Uh, Dave, where would you go? Two and a half wins over under (laughs) 14 games to play?
0: I mean, it sounds so ridiculous to, uh, you know, take the under on that. Um, I wondered if you pro yeah, if you like prorated it at their winning pace, um, you know, their winning percentage this thus far. I, I like your number of your number of three and a half. Um, I might be on the under on that just because they should be in tank mode, uh, to make sure that they get a top to do whatever they can to get a top three pick, because if it goes four, I believe it goes to the Warriors. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean two and a half. <laughs> I don't. I mean the the sharp money's going to be on the under. Now you know it's it's one. They got one win last night and they play the Kings again here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I would take the dumb luck um, on the over because. Uh what do Minnesota sports teams do after it doesn't matter? And what does Kirk Cousins do in garbage time when we're getting blown out by 40? They produce. So <laughs> um I guess I would technically be on the on the over two and a half.
4: All right. Well we'll see how that one plays out. That's for fifty bucks. Uh, Corey wanted to make it for a lot more, but uh they settled on fifty. And then we've got another draft bet. So kind of from out of nowhere, uh, Ben Lieber wanted to bet that the Vikings would trade back. He's pretty confident that the Vikings are going to trade back in the first round from pick 14. And uh, Carly just seemed all too willing to bet. I I think I love this because I think what Carly's doing is after the swimming bet loss, I think she's chasing her losses, which is the sign of a true gambler (laughs) when you are chasing losses. Uh, We've all been there. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think Carly was, she was way too eager. She didn't even know, you know, which side of the bet she was really taking at first. And she was more than willing to throw the $100 down. So if the uh, if the Vikings stay put or even trade up, uh, Carly will win that bet. But if they trade back, Ben Lieber wins $100.
0: Yeah, I, I loved how Ben proposed that as well. Um, He kind of put it out there of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see here if they're going to move up or down or whatever. And he's like, does anybody want to make a bet on this? And he's like, sure, yeah, I will. And uh and Ben's like, yeah. What side do you want? Because like, I don't even know. Like, he right. just wants the action. Like, you gotta love that if you're power trip butts
4: <laughs> Yes, a little bit of action goes a long way for the for the cause. And we're we're starting to get close to the record handle, and it's still April. So uh, I think we're gonna get there if COVID <laughs> doesn't shut everything down at some point. So, well, that will do it for the bets update. Let's do those quotes.
2: And now. It's time for the Quotes of the Week. i have let Red Fart be on me. Sure. That bundy has been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers.
0: Because <laughs> it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the Quotes of the Week, and we will start at number three with Corey Cove. And then there was, I mean, we've had a
2: couple of, like, sixes up in the cardio room. Jeez, My God. You can see that far? Oh, yeah. Did I they not see... have trunks on? Clocked mm. in the moment they walked in. Yeah, He's like a perverted eagle he can see for miles. Great <laughs> <laughs> <to laughs> women doing ellipticals.
0: <laughs> you know, I think the last thing that Zach uh, needed uh, was just another nickname. You know, its it started with Zach Daniels, uh, ZD, uh, Zach Honey. Um, you know, and now, uh, I mean, now it's going to be the, you know, the perverted eagle.
4: Right. I guess that comes after bone collector. So perverted <laughs> eagle it is.
0: <laughs> oh, that was genius. Um, at number two, it's a lady and it's Brienne.
2: Yeah. The, the, what the, the first Hobbit film though starts off with a 45 minute dwarf yeah, breakfast. I don't want to watch that. <sighs> I, just, I have
4: no interest. Much, in my house for that. Right. Mu-
2: <laughs> much like Nice. Well played.
4: now we know brianne's tiny i'm taking it based on that comment that her parents are very similar
0: yes uh the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree i would assume uh (laughs) yeah maybe we should bet on uh brianne's height
4: yeah i think i think she said before like she's like what five two five one five two something like that so yeah
0: do we make the over under uh, five one and a half?
4: Five one and a half would be the Brienne over under, yeah. Because they were talking about Jessica Simpson today being like five three or five four, and implying that Brienne was shorter than that. So, wow. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> good, good one there, Brienne. Doesn't make the quotes very often, but uh, she got in this week. Well done. And at number one, another power trip quote legend, J.K. Forty Seven.
2: Was over from the from the get go and yeah. in, in sauce. I I I wouldn't say no sweat because again he looked confident. He did. I wasn't thrilled about his leg form early. I thought that was interesting. Even I wasn't thrilled with
0: his leg. Right. Form. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: good old um, leg joke.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Put it in the John Creesele quote machine. Uh, divorce, not having legs. Uh, something about. You know, cranks, or whatever, (laughs) but um, yes, very good, and uh, that'll probably make the tournament here in 2021. Beauty. All right, well, that'll do for the quotes of the week.
1: It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright, Darkstar.
4: All right, we're going to do something we haven't done in a long, long time, and that's rampant speculation. Welcome to Rampant Speculation, where we tackle the issues related to the power trip.
0: Which genre of porn is Chris Hockey watching? Did Corey find religion? Who's sending meat sauce all these nudes?
4: All these issues and more on Rampant Speculation. All right. Well, this week on Rampant Speculation, you know, they're doing the draft shows next week. And given the stupid schedule that's going on, the fact that the Wild are playing and everything, we are not going to get the Eric Nordquist meat sauce Friday night draft special that is absolutely one of the most entertaining segments all year long. And I'm really, really not happy about it. And you know, lately there's been a lot of like other guests on Saturdays with Sauce um without Nordo and Sauce. So I got to thinking a lot today. And you know, Common and Barrero are getting up there in years. And so I'm gonna paint a scenario, Dave, and then I'm gonna ask you a, a question about my hypothetical. So here it goes. Yep. So Barrero and Common go to Chad Abbott and they're like, look, we're 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 gonna retire at the end of the year. This is this we're you know, we're just we're done. So so Cotton and Brero retire, and Abbott's faced with the task of shuffling shuffling the whole K-Fan lineup uh, to maximize productivity. And he's got to decide who's going to sit in the big chair at noon, who's going to sit in the big chair at 3 o'clock, uh, move some pieces around and everything. So here's what I would do. So you move you move um, Brandon Molesky, Tenna to be the interim producer for 3 to 6.30, and you put J.G. in the big seat. So Molesky and J.G. are together from 3 to 6.30. And then you move Brianne to the producer of 9 to Noon, because she's always wanted the full-time producer's gig. So PA stays in the big chair there. You move Brianne to producer there. And then you move Zach Halverson into sort of the meat sauce role on the power trip. So Zach moves from, you know, kind of the fourth member of the power trip into meat sauce's chair. Uh, he'd probably have to give up pot smoking so that he could be referred to as a former pot smoker and bring it up from time <laughs> to time because that would, uh, that would fit the, uh, the MO that Chad Abbott's looking for at that role. Um, and that's kind of your power trip lineup. And then you take Nordo and Sauce and you pair them together from noon to 3 o'clock, kind of replacing the old common show. And we get three hours of draft speculation, talking about what they're going to eat, what they did eat, um, how they look like the two big guys on the motorcycles uh, for three hours every single day. And my question to you, if that were to become the new K-Fan lineup, what would you listen to more? Would you listen to the Power Trip more with Hockey, uh, Corey, and Zach, or would you listen Noon to 3 more with Sauce and Nordo? Wow.
0: Oh, i got to wrap my head around that. Um, you know, I've I, I publicly had this stance here for a while that I am a Sauce stan. Um, where Sauce goes, I follow. Wow. Um, I do like the – I mean, it, gun to my head, I, I go Power Trip. I still listen to the Power Trip the most. Um, and, uh, and then literally I'd have to add another full show to, you know, maybe start, uh, uh, fat guys on a bike quotes, uh, <laughs> from noon to three or whatever the show would be named and, and split up my time evenly there. But, uh, uh, gun to my head, I guess I would still listen to, uh, Chris, Corey and, uh, Zach.
4: Yeah, it's, um, uh, cause I, you know, I, I made up the hypothetical and I, 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 I have a hard time choosing myself because I've said before on this show too, that meat sauce is really the one that kept me listening to the power trip after star left. Um, that if it wasn't yeah. for meat sauce, I probably, I might've moved on at that point, honestly. And, um, but I love sauce and it kept me around and I fell more and more, um, in love with the show all the time. And, um, you know, so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's like I kind of would follow Sauce and everything. Now I would feel obviously the obligation to the whole Power Trip bets account thing to uh, still continue to listen to the Power Trip. But man, I gotta tell you, it's like it's it would be super super close, and I'm sure I'd be just like you, where I'd be podcast or listening live and podcasting just six and a half hours every single day <laughs> to the fans. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. as if three and a half every day isn't enough. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if we're talking, if going down the line of hypotheticals here, um, I think naturally over time, now I would never want, um, you know, the three horsemen here of Corey, Sauce, and Hawk to ever split up just because, man, when they're all going and they're all on the show, it's just, they're a tough show to beat. doesn't matter what country or, you know, anywhere around the country or podcast or anything, those guys are so funny and they bring so many different dynamics and, uh, hit so many different age groups, um, you know, in the gut. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think sauce is a natural, like his personality, um, would really fit, um, to fill into that noon to three role, um, that, that common has, uh, laid out here over, I believe 25 years at the fan. Mm. Um, I think he would really fit well in there. And I mean, he's been doing Saturdays with sauce for a long time. Like, it's not like he's just been, you know, he'd just be winging it. He has been running his own program, uh, since his first interview with Michael Kodair, where he ran out of, co- ran out of questions. <laughs> I think back in like 2013 or 14, I think it was 2012
4: uh, actually. So yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, we got to find that audio somewhere, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like I like the dynamic of Nordo and Sauce. I think it works. I love how they, you know, hold no punches and, you know, throw jabs. And obviously you can tell that they're good friends and they hang out uh, off the air, too. Um, So th- I, I guess that would be a very interesting dynamic. And and wait, you're kicking out PA, too. No, no, no. I said Breanne would produce for PA. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. See? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that would I, – I, I mean – if you're asking if it would work, yes, it would work for sure, and I would love, you know, all the programs. I would, you know, sneakily, it would be really fun to listen to JG and uh, Antenna together, right. and th- that would be fun as well.
4: See, I. I should I should just replace Chad Abbott that that's what we're really talking about here is uh, I should be in charge of this whole thing but uh, no um, no and um and I was just about to say before you made your uh, little blunder there about uh, PA. That uh, Sauce needs someone with him to kind of pay attention to detail, and that's where you yes. know that's where Nordo comes in. Sauce kind of needs that balance a little bit because Sauce is Sauce is more the emotional guy. You know, he's got the he's got the big takes. He's you know the Twins' biggest fan, and then the Twins are going to lose more than a hundred games all within the span of about twenty five minutes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he he needs that balance there, and that that's what Nordo provides is that perfect balance to uh, Sauce's kind of emotion and sometimes not always the, the attention into detail that he needs so uh yeah i i think it'd be fun and like i said i i love saturdays with sauce and i am devastated that there's not gonna be a a friday night draft show this year that's just like (laughs) i I know i'm not kidding when i say that it's absolutely one of my favorite shows of the year
0: i know it it seems like like the last two or three years i catch myself like mowing the lawn after work like hanging out outside like it's nice out And just, you know, putting on the headphones and listening to the guys. And I literally listened to, like, the whole thing because it's so funny. I think even last year I, like, quoted out a couple of quotes because it was just so genius. Um, So, yeah, I'll really be missing that.
4: When they were so hungry and they were they weren't going to yeah. end the show until the Vikings picked and they traded that pick back. I think I believe if so I remember it was times. either three or four times that they traded that pick back. And every time they'd come, they'd, come, they'd take a break. And they'd be like, "All right, when we get back. The Vikings going to be on the clock. And everything." And they'd come back from break and Sauce would be like, "Son of a." <laughs> it's just the best they were so mad uh oh. brilliant stuff well we'll have to definitely check out there i think they're gonna be on like facebook live doing some some analysis so that'll be at least a little bit of a of a morsel of what we're missing out on so yeah all right well speaking of meat sauce um we're gonna go down memory lane down memory lane we go. Um, I don't even know exactly what year this was from. This is uh, maybe 2012-ish or so. Uh, but Meat Sauce uh, did one of his like little funny uh, Minnesota Twins lineups and uh, it sounded <laughs> something like this.
2: Batting first, the owner of the largest collections of Dungeons & Dragons next to Gary Gygax. Denard Span. Batting second, the proud owner of every single My Little Pony, right fielder Ben Revere. Batting third, and he still uses a nightlight catcher Joe Mauer. Batting fourth, he was once named the world's best Magic the Gathering player in the five five three nine one zip code. D h. Josh Willingham. Batting fifth and playing first base, he prefers to sit down when he pees, Justin <laughs> Morneau. Batting sixth, he still loves to call random numbers and ask if the refrigerator's running. Third baseman, Trevor Plouffe. Plouf. Batting seventh, his life goal is to direct weekend at Bernie's three, left fielder Ryan Domet. Batting eighth, his off-season hobbies include nude modeling and reading to senior citizens, uh, shortstop Brian Dozier. Batting ninth, he once made out with every single golden girl, second baseman Alexi Casilla, And pitching for your Minnesota Twins, the proud owner of 74 Ace of Base tattoos, Cole DeVries. Pound sand, David. Find a new hobby instead of emailing me. (laughs)
4: <laughs> so uh as they were wont to do back in the day uh anything that meat sauce could do they always felt that meat sauce robot could do just a little better oh boy
3: batting first playing center field he's had sex with a tree denard spam. batting second he eats popcorn for breakfast ben revere Batting 3rd, at DH, he's a world-class pillow fighter, Joe Maurer. Batting 4th, he will do anything for love, but he won't do that, Josh Willingham. Batting 5th, he has absolutely no idea where he is or what he's supposed to be doing, so clap your hands for him, Justin Maurer Batting 6th, his friends call him Sugar Bottom McGee, here is Trevor Plouffe. At shortstop, he wets the bed three times a week. Brian Doser. At catcher, he doesn't own a smartphone. Drew Batera. Batting ninth, he plays second base and takes a picture of every bowel movement. Give it up for the very old Jamie Carroll.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, a little... (laughs) I I think that was pretty close, really. Uh, (laughs) I always love those bits. A picture of every <laughs> Dwight hockey's favorite player. <laughs> uh, oh. I, I always love those when meat sauce would do something and then they'd re- They'd come right back with meat sauce robot doing like almost the exact same bit
0: <laughs> that it was, you know, that brought the best out of meat sauce when he was, uh, constantly put on the gun against, uh, against meat sauce robot. Uh, <laughs> wow i i remember those that's been a long time since i've heard that that's so funny um you know the one dynamic part of it is uh you know if if they were to switch uh scripts there and sauce were to read the meat sauce robot ones and vice versa um i wonder if i would think because i i think meat sauce robot won that battle (laughs) um but it might just be because of like the cadence oh yeah i know when i do like the the quote of the year selection show like it's always funnier when I like have a robot like intro for whatever than just me saying it. So it might be it might be the cadence that really makes that. But uh, my god, that is just gold.
4: Yeah, meat sauce robot definitely has comedic timing. There's no question about it. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I love that. Uh, love love me some meat sauce robot. That's for sure. Well, hopefully, I love this quotes notes open. Um, I'm almost scared to push play, but here goes uh, nothing. God.
0: cavity <laughs> anus anus <laughs> just a, a very uh,
4: biographical uh, quotes notes open there
0: yeah i was trying to think of relatable things and uh ran out of time so uh that's what we came up with this week so uh very uh predictors open esque. So. very much so what do you got for us this week um, loved the music video angle to the duel of the decades this week. Um, you know, it would great work by Sauce and kind of a out of the box idea. Uh, I, I guess it was kind of the only thing that was kind of tough is obviously you know it's a radio show, um, so <laughs> <laughs> the music video angle of it. Like if somebody put produced and like put together like the actual music videos and you know put it out there and with little clips or whatever, it might be a little more helpful. But if we're judging. And th- that's where I kind of got confused too. Were we judging the song? Like the lists were just the top music videos, but then are we judging the song? Or were we judging the video?
4: Right. And what else did we have to go off? Because not everybody knows every, there were even some songs on right. there where I've never seen the video before. I only know the song where, I mean, I, I probably knew, you know, 17, 18 of the videos or so, but there were a couple on there. That I was like, I've never seen that video before. I have, I would have no context, but I assumed that we were rating the video. And then Corey figured it out about item number eight, that we were actually re- rating the video and not the song. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, very uh, very scattered uh duel of the decades this morning, but uh at some absolute bangers.
0: Oh yes, and and I will say I, I did appreciate the effort, and it was like, it was out of the box idea, so I, I like it from Sauce. Uh, right? A plus on effort. Um, speaking of uh slammers, uh sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that is just a crippler. Absolutely. So good. Love me some Peter Gabriel. Do you
4: remember that video? I don't. Oh yeah, it's pretty cool. It's the it's the whole claymation thing, and it's a
0: uh, oh okay
4: really kind of revolutionary. I mean, that was like that was one of the videos that played like at least hourly on MTV back in the, like the mid eighties.
0: Yeah, I was uh, not. Oh, I was a twinkle in um, my dad's sack at that point. But, uh... <laughs> okay um next up uh not a boxed wine guy uh but after listening to musk the other day um i forget i forget the term that he was talking about like a torpedo or slap in the bag or whatever um (laughs) you know it sounded kind of catchy so i I think i might just try it for the hell of it i don't even like wine but um i I like that effort from musk (laughs) yeah he uh um,
4: I, 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 think Kim Hockey was taking notes during Musa's segment there.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, attn. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Hockey. Yes. Back to music. Uh, Corey brought up that Pendulum uh released a few new tracks. Um, I believe it was last Thursday or Friday. Um, listen to them. Man, they rip super hard. Um, I really like Pendulum. So if you like uh, if you like Pendulum at all, check them out. It is really good. Uh, next up, uh, after listening today to today's show, um, I was prepared to risk my entire bankroll on Trevor Lawrence number going number one at minus one thousand. I know, um, but as you pointed out, Chuck, it is minus ten thousand. No, and it's that mi- is a way different ball game.
4: It's minus a hundred thousand.
0: Oh, the exact 000. line. Yeah, okay. It's
4: one to one thousand. So you have for every one thousand dollars you bet, you win a dollar. Yeah. I was like, so I, was, I scratched that plan. I I was immediately like when Corey said minus one thousand, I'm like, what in the hell book is he looking at? Because I was gonna go empty my life savings at minus a thousand, man.
0: Forget like, Dogecoin. Wow, but uh, yeah, I
4: uh, I logged on and alas, it was uh, it was just a typo or a misprint or whatever it was by CBS.
0: Um, next up, uh, Purple Rain, the movie, Whales. um so much fun and obviously the music is incredible um plus uh there are some hoots
4: there are yes lake Minnetonka style so uh yeah um it, no it's it's a good movie it's not a great movie but if you've never seen it you have to watch it it's uh right. it's one of those and I just love some of the club scenes and just yeah they get the music going and everything the
0: uh well and it's first half.
4: yeah I mean the acting isn't gonna isn't gonna win a a lot in the way of Hollywood awards or anything but yeah it's it's definitely fun it's definitely worth seeing and uh, yeah it's a classic
0: go see it go see it um succession on hbo is on the top of my watch list now after hearing marnie and Corey talk about it uh sounds right up my alley chuck have you seen any of succession
4: no we we dropped hbo because our stupid service dropped hbo so we can't even get it i guess i could get hbo good to go but uh yeah no i i don't don't even have hbo right now
0: Mm, tough break Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh today sauce said that jared wales um If I were in studio, I would have said Jared Wells.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I would have said, uh, oh, so you like the subway guy.
0: (laughs) No, I don't be careful. Uh, Time for two more. Um, Way to go on sauce beating AJ in initials this last week. Um, He's now up to four wins for the 2021 season. Just three back of AJ we need to get we need to get another spark here in initials. Uh, we need sauce to get hot. We need him to get back in the all time win column. Uh, chase down AJ here. Um, you know we love you cultivated CBD. We love your products and we love getting them at a discount. But uh, we need we need the spark the fire to come back in sauce. We need chairs to be thrown. Um, we need that blank word document with the two initials. Uh, we need sauce back and also. We need to put. I think they should put more of an emphasis on the season, um, a, as as compared to all the all time records. Yeah, um, I, I think it would really make it. I think it would help um, make it so it's not like oh AJ's won like fifty times more than everybody else, and he's got the record and this and that. Like, I think if you pushed it more towards like a twenty twenty one season, like the NFL or whatever. Um, and I I don't know if there's a way that you could do playoffs or something like that. Um, maybe you could do like a head to head, like bracket style, like six, you know, six items and you like work through a tournament or something at the end of the year. I don't know how you do it, but, um, I I think, I think there could be a, a little spark to initials that could really, uh, bring out the best in the game.
4: Well, two things here. So I I agree on the whole season thing. And our guy, Brandon, Power Trip Initials, tracks that um, on a yearly basis and everything. And yeah, I think more attention needs to be given to that because uh brandon's got some amazing uh statistics and tweets and uh things that go out and uh yeah people people need to pay more attention to the uh, the seasons the other thing that um and i don't know if this is i think i seem to recall this being brought up once before but i have always always loved the idea of like relegation in initials where whoever finishes last in a given week and if we have to, we do a tiebreaker like in the uh, the last segment after they come back from break. Maybe there's a tiebreaker to figure out who's dead last. But the lowest finisher, they're off the show the next week. Like not mm-hmm. not off the show per se, but they're off initials the next week. And we bring in some new blood. We bring in a Zach or a Brienne or a Nordo or you know whoever they they want to grab. Because um, I like the idea that you know a lot of times they'll bring in a guest and the guest you know might do okay and stuff and i like the idea that if the guest does well enough they stay on and you know maybe right. they, maybe aj finishes last and he's off the next week. He doesn't even get to come back, and he has to wait like an extra week to get back to replace whoever's off the next week or whatever. So I think relegation would be a way to spice it up just a little bit, and you know maybe get uh, maybe get some uh, some people that don't play as often a little bit more action and uh, get them more comfortable because I think one thing that hurts the guests a little bit is they come in for one week and then they don't play again for six months or something like that. You know, you think it's right. like Nordo or whatever, whereas it's like, you know, if Nordo comes in, does good enough to not get relegated. And he stays a part of the mix for five, six, seven weeks in a row. You know, maybe, uh, maybe that spices things up a little bit. So I don't know, a couple ideas, but yeah, I, I do love the uh, seasons idea for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I like the relegation as well. It kind of reminds me of uh back in my neighborhood, uh, there was five of us kids that got together all the time and uh as you know the N64 only has four controllers. Right. Um so Mario Party, uh you know Super Mario Kart, any game that we played, Bond 77, um if you finished last in any race, any game, uh you lost the controller. And you got rotated out. And that was, you know, I I was kind of that relegation guy. So I I played 50% of all the games. But, uh, (laughs) you know, you kind of had that drive to, you know, third place isn't too bad.
4: Right, exactly. Stay alive.
0: All right. And last one, uh, happy birthday to Minnesota's favorite atheist, Corey Cove. Yes. Um, You know, not only is it Earth Day tomorrow, um, not only is it – Adolf Hitler's birthday. Um, rest in peace or rest in hell. Um, But it is the birthday of one Corey Cove. So happy birthday, Corey Cove. Uh, You hate your birthday. You hate when people bring up your birthday. So uh, I thought I would only pay you tribute here by uh, drawing attention to it.
4: (laughs) And he hates when his wife remembers it, which apparently she has this year. So, yeah, it's uh, not going to be the happiest of birthdays for Corey. He's much happier (laughs) when Angie forgets.
0: Yes, and when he is just playing cards instead.
4: But, yes, happy birthday, Corey.
0: All right, that'll that'll do it.
4: All right. Well, that will wrap it up for this week's show. Um, we may or may not be back next week. I've got a couple projects I'm working on, so we will we'll kind of leave that up in the air. We'll make it uh we'll make it even money both ways. So a little minus one ten action. Either way you want to bet that. Um oh I should ask you too, would you bet on the over or under of four point oh one pounds that Chris Hockey loses doing his colonoscopy prep?
0: Oh, way over, way over. See, I would. I, mean,
4: I, I think I, I'm. I'm curious to see if we get actual numbers from him. Everybody assumes that it's going to be way over, and yeah, if you look at like actual numbers from it and stuff like that, it's uh, it's generally between three and five pounds. So, and hockey's a small guy, so I think uh, well, I, I think it's going to be right around that four pound mark.
0: Well, I mean, he does eat some dairy and we know what eggs does to uh, the the producer studio there, but uh, (laughs) I don't think he takes laxatives and all this prep work before it. I mean, uh, yeah, I got to believe if we're going, uh, you know, Monday to post-surgery, I think he's clean as a whistle and, you know, about seven less pounds.
4: Yeah, that's it's it's hard to say like when exactly he would have measured it, you know, the beginning time and the end time. But yeah, they basically they basically say you lose about you know three, four, five pounds doing colonoscopy prep. And uh, so yeah, it was I thought it was fun. And and I will say this on my behalf too that like everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be way over because Corey threw out the thing where they listened to that one guy who claimed that he lost like 15 pounds or whatever. So I think that stuck in everybody's head that like, oh my god, you're gonna lose like 10 or 15 pounds or whatever. The the one thing I will come back with too is a good counter argument to that is uh, Haley who has been through twenty colonoscopies bet the Eesh. under so uh, I wow. think I think Haley knows what she's talking about so
0: well little does she know what's in hockey's anus so
4: <laughs> I guess we'll find out I hope he took measurements and uh, see how close to the uh, the number he was but uh,
0: Yes, yeah, th- think about that, that's probably a, that that was probably an attractive way um, to get. You know, Chris somewhat excited about this procedure. So, like, yeah, hey, I'm going to lose a bunch of weight, you know, because <laughs> he's, he's been waiting for that, you know, weight loss pill that that pill that you can just take and eat whatever the hell you want. And you don't gain right. any weight. Yep. Well, I mean, this is I mean, this could really kickstart it.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, uh, nothing like a hockey to be uh, happy to be cleaned out. All right, well, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, like I said, we may or may not be back next week. We will let you know. Uh, in the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at?
0: You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes.
1: All right, I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie i yeah.